over under 20 block shots for Sofo. We <laughs> Sofo? Yeah. Under. under. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. Pucks in deep. We got episode number seventy-eight. I'm your co-host Connor Thelman, and I'm your other co-host James Murray. Connor, I guess before we start the show, um, just a moment of silence here as we lost uh, Minnesota native, uh, the son of coach of the Minnesota Golden Gophers, Mac Motzko. Um, yeah, just a moment of silence for him and the tragic loss of him and uh, Sam there in the car crash in Orono this past week. Um, really, mean, it's tough to follow that up with anything. But if anything, uh, yeah, I think you know from talking to to the hockey world, uh, a lot of good stories about Mac. Um, you know, and, and Sam as well. Nothing but good things that we've heard of um from from both of those kids. And um, you know, as a tragic loss and something uh, we hated to report and everyone hated to see. Um, you know, got to make the most of life, and that's uh. It's tough to see. I, th- I will share one good story from us. Um, you know, obviously we we uh, reported it um, a couple of days ago, and uh, you know we we posted it on Instagram, and it was shared across the hockey world. And uh, I don't know that 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 cover of the picture is that's posted was at the XL Energy Center, and uh, that ended up being Max's last high school goal, which was in the state tournament, which is obviously played at the XL Energy Center. Yeah, the XL Energy Center holds twenty thousand five hundred fifty four people. And uh, we reached that, you know, not that it's about likes or anything about us, but, you know, at 24 hour mark, uh, we reached 20,554 likes, uh, which insane. is insane, yeah. which is the attendance for the XL Energy Center. So that's anything that's God's doing his work there, but uh, nothing we can, you know, do, but uh, send our prayers and thoughts to the Motsko family and Sam's family and, you know, try to, you know, one day at a time. Right. So, we'll just think he's, you know, it's, it's obviously tragic we wish it could be avoided you know we yeah. want him back here with us but he uh, on a brighter note you know, he's up there he's skating in heaven he's you know yep he's he's on the best sheet ice there is so exactly there's uh uh you know thoughts and prayers to the moscow family and uh yeah it's, it's all a college hockey family it's all a hockey family you know coming together this week so yep uh you know this shows for him and you know hopefully hopefully we're honoring him the best we can uh, but yeah, let's, you know, jump. We do have a, a great interview this mm-hmm. week. We have Rico Blasi, head coach of St. Thomas. Uh, I mean, a guy with a, a pretty impressive track record, like as far I'd as say, yeah. head coaches go. I mean, 20 years in the biz with the Miami Redhawks, taking them, averaging 20 wins a season. That is just crazy. And he talks about, you know, his eight straight uh, NCAA uh, tournament appearances, how every player that played for him, uh, I think it was from 2004 to 2018, Grad, 95% of them graduated, you know, they all played in a tournament game right. and they all had a chance at a ring. So yeah. no, like the guy Thomas knows what got he's a good doing. one. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Not a bad recruit there. And obviously with the transfer portal, there's a lot of big names that were able to come to them. I mean, you got the former goaltender of or the backup goaltender, but he, yeah. he did start for yeah, North Dakota, time. Yeah. Peter yeah. Tume. Yeah. Uh, you also have Joey Sofo. I mean, doesn't get much better uh, leading them out of the helm there. So but you I, have to pick and choose and it sounds like he could have picked two teams. So, I mean, I expect yeah. to see a competitive team. They might not, you know, have the most successful season, but like you said, one day at a time and I guarantee you there's going to be a better team, better culture come February. So, 
Right. I, um, I wouldn't bet against this guy or the Tommies just being from Minnesota, knowing how dominant they are. It's such a, a, reason such why a great school, too. If you've ever been on campus, it's beautiful. They're um, private gorgeous. school and they're going to be top of the CCHA very soon. So yeah, they, um, they know how to win. And that's why every single program is going D1. Yep. From D3. Yep. Like, exactly. Have mercy. So yep, they'll be competitive. And uh, plus the ECH bump. And the ECH really, bump. Should we just. I feel bad I would, about it. I would it. appreciate like at least send a warning email to St. Cloud. But yeah, uh, yeah. St. Cloud. Every- Tommy's are coming. The role in the new Jays. Coach designed them himself. They look great. Yeah, goodness. I mean, I just think like we're going to get one in the stall got, here. The quarter zip was just gross. Yeah, I yeah. want one. But uh, it coach is looking like 25 in yeah, the Zoom. Just like he's I'm first line PP, PK. Yeah. He's eating pucks, soaking him. Just a beauty. I mean, he was probably up at five this morning. Like, yeah. I, the morning Zoom calls. I want to know. We didn't get to find out a superstition, but all in all, great interview overall. Yeah. And uh, one you're going to want to tune into, especially if you're a player and, you know, you're looking to play for St. Thomas or Division One at all. It's yeah. He's got some good stories, some good advice for you, um, as well as what to expect from the Tommies this season and in the future. But uh, what else do we got in college hockey this week, Connor? Otherwise, uh, I mean, there's a lot that broke. If you're a Michigan fan or just a Big Ten fan in general, yeah, uh, I, or I guess wasn't the Hockey East ended up with the most hockey total East had, draft picks? Yeah, but Big Ten had the most early round draft picks. Yeah, oh, so. by far. So uh, shout out to Michigan. Five guys in the first round. Yep. A couple Five. guys on the Gophers going early. A couple guys in Wisconsin. That's uh, Notre Dame. I mean, Harvard. In the mix. BU. Harvard. Yep. Uh, yeah, looking at it right now. So it was for as far as draft picks, Michigan had the most with six. Uh, Gophers and Denver and UMass tied with Denver four too, yeah. picks there as well. Yep. So that kind of drops down to three, two, one, whatever. But yeah, what a, what a draft day. It's crazy. We're going to be seeing St. Thomas on that list soon. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. give it a couple of years. Like you said, it was he had to turn people down. Like there's so many people that want to play for the Tommy. So yeah. we got to quit pumping their tires here. But that's, I feel like it's, just it's, gonna it's true. And especially when they get the new arena when that comes. And uh, I'm not sure if they're renovating anything right now for the, you know, the arena they have now or the locker room or anything. But that's a huge piece of recruiting, obviously. But Right. They'll make it work. They got some nice Jays to start a good head coach and a good roster. So they'll be competitive right away. They're coming. They're coming. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what else do we got other than the draft? I saw, you know, we've had, you know, as far as the NHL, some contracts are being signed. Trades are happening yeah, left shouts. and right. Shouts to our boy, Kale McCarr. Mm. Big former fat podcast. Nine million forget. a year contract for how long was it? I think like seven. Uh, six. Yeah. It was a long one. It's, it's plenty He'll of money around. enough to fund ECH. So uh, mm-hmm. Kale will. Expect a text pretty soon. We'll but. be in. We'll be in talks. Uh, I think he knows that's coming. Mm-hmm. Yep. But how about his brother Taylor McCarr too, also getting drafted by the Avalanche, and right. uh, it's just a family family event now at the draft. I guess I, well, they family. don't have another one coming. But uh, and he was brothers too. Yeah, both. Same with Luke Hughes going to the Devils. Both yeah, two Devils, Jack. Two, two Avalanche. Not bad. It's pretty sick. I mean, every everything's just kind of coming full circle this week. So yeah, a lot of basically the draft was the story of this past week. Oh, 100%. Since we talked well, in the expansion draft too, how many college guys did we see go to Seattle? Uh, you made a post there. Seven or eight. Yeah. It was, and, it was uh, crazy. You know, we talked about, you know, Doug and Tarico, you guys basically had, you know, they basically had their own expansion draft. Yeah. They're picking and choosing from teams and the, the best of the best that would flip their culture that uh, Rico's building there. So uh, it, it was a busy week in hockey and one that we kind of needed. It was, you know, kind of, it's kind nice of still for a little bit and now it's jumping the, up the and, new cycle a little bit you no know, uh as you know yeah obviously we're from minnesota you, you, we were wild fans uh bill did extend an offer to fiala and kreisov so mm. we get that done maybe a little trade for eichel and uh yeah we're we're covering <laughs> the nhl a lot too so um, yeah no yeah it's we're it's excited time in hockey like rico mentioned the boys are on the ice right now and it, the season's coming up quick here i mean yeah he said what four weeks I, I think it's like a little it's like four and a half but i mean their first game is october 2nd yeah we're going. that is insane i mean we are it's the 28th as we're recording this right now 
Uh, we, <laughs> Where'd July go, man? It's gone. Right? Just sayonara. I mean, we're waking I up felt to like a Sopo damn tsunami outside. was just signing outside. autographs outside of our studio yeah. a couple weeks ago. You know? Right? And now, now it's ready to go. It just flies. I mean, yeah, you're going to shout out. Just go follow Joey Sopo on TikTok. <laughs> we'll say it here. Well, what, wait, what wait till Rico has his talk with him. Then, okay. Yeah. yeah. So maybe just put that one on hold. But uh, I mean, we're just firing Sopo up. Sopo gets for, his names just plastered on this right? podcast. Well, we need to know more players. They haven't released the roster yet. Yeah. So we well, just I know, know a I'm not going to announce anything without okay. Coach saying anything. But shout out, Johnny. Panvika, former Tommy, former Jaguar, absolute wagon. Yep. We'll, to think we'll of more Tommy's some games and uh, yeah, yeah. Johnny Roysom. Yep. Yep. He'll keep Tim Donahue. Didn't he ended up at the Tommy's I for a year right, too? I think yeah. So, so we know some former Tommy's. Absolutely. Been on yeah. campus plenty. It's a great place. I think, and I'm not gonna you know step on Rico spot or anything, but if they uh, move that football team to Alliance Field, where you know they're gonna need more seating than the beautiful yep. stadium they have now. It's beautiful, but. They're gonna need more stadiums, maybe Lions for them, and maybe we just just plop a little nice. arena right there on campus. Something. Yeah, nice locker room facility, and next thing you know, they're a powerhouse. Maybe a private ECH suite, since you well, know. That's if you want to get people, that's a given. That's a given. Let's get that's, butts and seats, guys, and yeah. uh, we'll we'll help you with that. You just you give us our plot, and uh, we'll take care of the rest. Really. Yeah, we'll be doing uh, hopefully a video with St. Thomas this upcoming year. Even I mean, just getting the school yeah. on you know on board here and getting them. Mm. As soon as we get that jersey, I'm wearing it. So uh, why do you get to wear it? That's not. Well, we'll switch. Okay, we'll take turns. Jeez. But uh, yeah, Rico, uh, (laughs) if you're listening to this and I wanted to punch through the screen, yeah, uh, we'll take one. We'll take one. We'll take one. Absolutely. And it's uh, yeah, good job on the Jays. I would recommend a third J, maybe black, or would you go cream or black sweater would be pretty nice. Silver even. Oh, you got options. I would say black first, just because they have the black stripe. Yeah, already going. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. And then yeah, if you really want to get, I mean, like you look at the champions Milwaukee Bucks. We're not a basketball podcast, but they got those cream sweaters. Yeah, they mix it up a little bit. They do. Once uh, once you're getting that CCHA uh, conference championship under your belt. I mean, you can do whatever color you want. Nobody's going to say that's anything. That's true. That's true. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what they do, though, this year. And uh, it's going to be competitive. CCHA is very gritty. A lot of high glass chips. Puck. I mean, they're probably going to have to replace their corner boards at least three times this year with Sopo right. on the team. There's so a level of respect, like to hear as that, Coach like mentioned. In, but maybe, uh, but. Uh, you wouldn't know it on some of these fights we saw last season. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, like, yeah. after the game. Watch out for Mankato. They like to mix it up. Ferris State <laughs> Northern will Michigan. Mix it up. Oh, well, uh, Griff's gone, a, but they'll still mix it up. They got a few on there that'll still. I love it though. It's my favorite conference to watch in hockey. I think it's obviously with my Beavers and stuff, but it's yeah. I, I mean, just matches our our podcast title. Just pucks in deep, guys getting after it, and uh, yeah, you're gonna want to tune in. Also, shout out to Flow Hockey covering yeah. CCHA. Oh, good, I'm just, good shout out there. I'm I assuming they're gonna works. be covering CCHA. Yes, right? that's the. Pl- I haven't talked to them, but I, I assume. Okay, so yeah, we lo- we love those guys over at Flow. They have great coverage. I mean, literally almost everything ends up on YouTube for me, which is nice for cutting up clips. So shout out to those guys making it easy on us. And uh, yeah, there's gonna be some great hockey coming up October second. What else do uh, you got? I mean, can't wait. If you if you want to, you know, buy uh, Flow Hockey subscription, maybe use uh, ECH code on that. Uh, but maybe you need some money t- just to get to that point. Maybe you're you're a little low on funds because mm-hmm. you've been spending so much on Sofo merch. Yeah. What? Where could you make this money, James? Possibly DraftKings. Yeah. Well, you know what? Our sponsor at DraftKings can help you out. All Ooh. you gotta do is download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to get your free shot at fifty thousand dollars in total cash prizes every day at the games in Tokyo. Head to DraftKings pools pages to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings clean thank you thank and, you and now rico blasi mm. now we welcome on a very special guest we have the former head coach of the miami red hawks and current bench boss for the university of st thomas that's right we have rico blasi joining the show 
Coach, how are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you guys? We're, we're great. We're, we're still great. waking up, but yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're definitely good here. Um, yeah, we mentioned just uh, not the best weather, but that's kind of just the gritty, you know, Minnesota. Welcome you. Welcome to our state pretty much here. But how, how are you liking it so far uh, during your time? Yeah, it's been great. We've had great weather uh, for the last uh, month or so, but uh, everything's been, uh, you know, as expected when we went through the interview process, uh, mm-hmm. very supportive. Um, in terms of uh, everybody here on campus, everybody in the community has been um, very supportive and it's been a little bit overwhelming to be honest with you. So uh, it's, it's, it's fun. It's uh, getting to crunch time. Now we're getting close to the season and uh, the butterflies are starting to uh, appear and uh, we're getting excited to, to get going here. Yeah, absolutely. Coach, you've been on campus now for a little bit. What's your favorite part of the campus of you know, your university of St. Thomas? I, I love everything. I mean, it's it's a great campus. It's it's pretty. It's mm-hmm. well kept. Uh, uh, the buildings are, you know, with the limestone, uh, the you know, stones and stuff like that. And my office overlooks the football field, so uh, you know, it's it's just a great, great campus. A great neighborhood around uh, campus as well. So, you know, going for a run on Summit uh, is really oh yeah <laughs> my favorite part. It's uh, there's some unique homes on there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, it's a beautiful place to be a great campus. Um, just good education there. Everything, everything you got guys, you guys got going for you. Uh, I see the new jacket there. Um, everything's looking yeah, good for St. Clean. Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah. We're excited. We're excited to have you guys in Minnesota and just add another team um, to the mix in Minnesota. Obviously all five teams make it to the NCAA tournament last year. Um, do you feel added pressure to that, you know, being the new team in Minnesota um, to be successful right away or, no, you know, obviously we're in the state of hockey, so yeah. uh, it's expected yes, that everybody makes the, the national tournament. For us, it's going to be a process. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to make sure that we're we're building our culture the right way and uh, building it our way, and and what's important for us at St. Thomas. So, um, you know, we'll we'll embark on this uh, journey together, and um, we'll get our program uh, hopefully in the near future. Uh, to the point where you guys can can talk about us in the national tournament, mm-hmm. um, but setting the standard and making sure that we recruit the right people um, for our culture and what we believe in here at St. Thomas. We're, you know, as you as I've always said, we're uniquely positioned in our state. We're the only Catholic school playing Division One hockey, uh, private school. We're the only one in our conference, so we have a lot going for it in terms of academics, as you mentioned. Yeah. We have a great campus location. Um, we've, we're going to build a national brand in terms of Division One hockey. We've got a history of uh, success at the Division Three level in hockey. So uh, we're well-known in our state and the surrounding uh, region. Um, we want to make sure that we're well-known nationally. Uh, but we also want to make sure that we have our, our the right Minnesota kids playing for us mm-hmm. at St. Thomas. And so... Um, it's going to be a, a big challenge, but one that I think is uh, that everyone here uh, is excited for and one that we're uh, looking forward to building. Yeah. And you mentioned being the first uh, different hockey team, Catholic school in CCHA, but also the first, I think it's first school nationwide for all sports to make the jump from D3 to D1. What's that jump like with the other sports? Are you talking to other coaches uh, making that jump and, you know, preparing for the next level now? It, it's been, it's been a little crazy. I gotta be honest with you. You know, when you have all the sports, moving to division one, you know, I just, uh, 
next door, the soccer coaches, they're getting going next yeah. week and balls oh. two weeks away. And, you know, basketball and football have been able to practice because of NCAA rules here on campus all summer. So um, the feeling of moving to Division One is is uh, is excitement. There's obviously some uh, some things that need to get done, and everybody's working hard. But for the most part, it's it's excitement. Um, the you know I know our players are excited to to be the first team mm-hmm. uh, and go from Division Three to Division One. So um, there's opportunities here to to kind of leave your mark, and uh, I think everybody's thinking the same way in terms of uh, all our sports. Absolutely. And like just specifically for, you know, your men's program there, uh, like we were talking, uh, I think it was last show even like this is probably the best time to start a D1 program to make that jump if you had to just because of the transfer portal being so flooded. Like, has that been, you know, a big help for your team this year? Yeah, I think so. You know, it kind of worked out well for us. Uh, (laughs) You know, there's still probably 290 kids on that transfer portal, but uh, we wanted to, you know, part of the plan for, for us when we took over was, threefold we wanted to make sure that we honored our division three team and that we kept some of our uh, current players that played um, you know for coach Bester last year and so we were able to do that uh, part two was to, to look at the transfer portal and see which kids um, which players student athletes fit St. Thomas and whether they could help us build our culture and and, and set our standards so we did that and then the third part was uh, recruit first year players because just like the NHL and, and pro hockey, um, you build your your team through the draft. So you yeah. want to make sure you have those guys who are going to be with you for a while. So we 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 took a three prong approach, and um, I feel really good about where we're at right now. Uh, obviously, we got to bring all these different uh, you know personalities together and mesh them together in a in a quick uh, four weeks before we play uh, Saint Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's coming uh, quick. Will, uh, will be a good challenge for us, no doubt about that, and will let us know where we need to go. But mm. um, at the same time, I feel good about the, the student athletes that we recruited. I believe all of them believe in what we're trying to do here, and all of them will have a, a you know a part in how we build our culture here for uh, you know that will be sustainable for the next twenty years. Yeah, I mean, that, that sounds like an absolute process right there. Um, and in a way, you guys are like Seattle with the expansion draft. You're pulling kids from other schools and and trying to make right. Uh, the right culture, like you mentioned. Um, but how hard was it to recruit these guys in not only a short amount of time, but, you know, just like over Zoom, like during COVID? How hard was yeah, it to get yeah. a team together? It, it, it was definitely different. I watched a lot of video. Um, but to be honest with you, St. Thomas is such a great institution and so, yeah. has such a great reputation. And, you know, some of the the local guys that we were able to recruit, um, it didn't take much convincing. Um, and I was very, um, I don't want to say surprised, but I was happily surprised that, um, once I picked up the phone to talk to some of these guys, they were, they were all in from the beginning. And that was just a matter of whether, you know, we felt like we, we could mesh together and, um, you know, whether they were the right fit for what we're trying to do. So that was probably the hardest thing. We mm. had plenty of players that wanted to come play for us. <laughs> and, uh, choosing the right, you know, what I thought were the right ones was probably the most difficult thing. Um, so I, and I told somebody the other day, I probably could have put, we probably could have put two teams together <laughs> and, yeah. and, uh, and been pretty competitive. So yeah. scrimmages. Um, 
it's an interesting time in our sport and in, in college athletics, but uh, uh, we have to, we have our team now. We got to move forward and, and try to, you know, start building this thing. Yeah. Get ready for St. Cloud, big in-state matchup just to yeah, get it going. I mean, that's huge. Um, what are you expecting? You know, you're still, the team's still playing at St. Thomas uh, Ice Arena this year. What are you expecting for crowds? And just, you know, when you're traveling, what are you, you know, what are you, what are you expecting? Well, I expect our, uh, at the Academy to be jam packed. I think yeah. we, we have some really good, uh, information here on campus that it won't take long for us to sell all our tickets that, mm-hmm. uh, that we can sell there in the Academy. So I think our place will be full and, and, and exciting. Um, I would think that in our state, uh, there'll be some fans that'll travel to, to different buildings. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure about our conference. Uh, I'm not sure that, <laughs> You know the the Bowling Greens of the world know where St. Thomas is, but uh, <laughs> but it'll be our our uh, our challenge to make sure that everybody knows who we are and in quick fashion. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a former Beaver, so I went to Bemidji State. I work for that hockey team, but you know they got a good fan base there in Minnesota. The Bowling Green, Northern Michigan, Michigan Tech, definitely some good competition for you guys right out of the gate. Yeah. Um, what what arena are you excited to go to most and and play in front of? Well, I, I, having been at all those buildings, uh, I, I know how hard they are to play. Yeah. Uh, but play in. So I'm, I don't think I'm looking forward to any of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, I think, you know, obviously in Bemidji, they got a great building, uh, played in St. Cloud and yep. their fan base and obviously their programs, uh, high level, Mankato. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, so Bowling Green's a tough place to play and Northern's got the big ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and a nice building. Michigan Tech fans are crazy. They're that's a tough building to play in. Um, so you know, again, we're we're looking forward to it. We're we're uh, you know we're going to take it one day at a time. Try to get better every day. Uh, try to make sure that we're sticking to our standard and our identity and holding each other accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned like St. Thomas being such a you know, prestigious school here in Minnesota, so Absolutely. easy to recruit to. But like, was it also, you know, the CCHA coming back? Was that a big, you know, um, reason for you choosing St. Thomas to come to to coach this season? You, you know, I think obviously the league and the familiarity with the league is, is part of it. But to be honest with you, the, the, the attraction to St. Thomas, as you mentioned, just the Catholic faith and the institution and the prestigious reputation and 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 the way we do things here at St. Thomas is first class and you can see it from day one. Uh, and then probably the most important thing were the people here. Dr. Sullivan, our president, is incredible. Uh, she's awesome leader and inspires us to be better every day. And uh, Phil Esten, our, our director of athletics, is the same way. He's, he's constantly pushing us to be the best that we can be. And uh, providing support. And so when you add all those things together, this job became uh, one of the best jobs uh, in the country. And we haven't even played a division one game yet. So <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm, I feel very fortunate to have the opportunity to lead our program um, here uh, in the transition and to build it for a lot, a long lasting success. And uh, I'm grateful to Dr. Esten, Dr. Sullivan for giving me this opportunity 100% yeah no we're excited to see you guys compete uh, especially in the Minnesota games like you know when you guys are playing golfers St. Cloud whatever it is it's going to be there's going to be rivalries built quick and that's you know we're excited it's great for the game and great for the fan bases and just yeah getting fans in the seats I mean that's huge especially CCHA just being so heavy hitting yeah yeah no it's (laughs) gonna be 
they'll get after it early. Uh, one of my questions was just like um, going, taking it way back to, you know, you coming out of college at Miami, like you went right into coaching pretty much. Was there any thoughts of, you know, trying to, you know, get to that professional level? Cause you had, you know, good numbers. You were two time captain at Miami there. Uh, were, did you always know you want to be a coach kind of thing or how did that all uh, work out for you? Well, uh, if we're, if we're going to be honest, uh, in today's world, uh, at five foot six, I knew I probably wasn't <laughs> going to play in the NHL. So, yeah, yeah. um, I, I did give, I did give, uh, give it the old college try in the uh, <laughs> East coast hockey league, yeah. uh, got traded from Tallahassee to Toledo and never actually played a game in Toledo and decided that yeah. at that point, uh, it was best for me to, um, to, to do something else with my with my life and start a new career and I was fortunate enough to uh, to get into coaching at the junior level in Canada uh, with my old junior team that I played for and um, and then very very lucky and fortunate to join my my old Miami coach George Guazdecki at the University of Denver as an assistant for four years before becoming the head coach at Miami so um, I, I really not sure how it happened it just did and uh uh, looking back uh it was the best decision that i made to leave toledo and and get into coaching for sure yeah i can't imagine just (laughs) that jump and then actually becoming the head coach of your alma mater uh at the age of 27 like were you ever i mean overwhelmed coming into that position just like that it happened so fast and you know obviously there's older coaches around you against on other teams yeah it was uh it was quite you know, again, when you're in the, in the fight, you don't really think about it, but looking back, um, you know, when I got to the university of Denver, I was coaching or, uh, trying to coach anyway, learning the business from George and Steve Miller, who was the assistant at the time there. Um, you know, there were guys on the team that were older than me. There were guys on the team that I had played juniors against. (laughs) There were guys that I played college against. So, yeah. Um, that was for, that was really important for me to learn how to speak and have a relationship with those players, uh, and, and, and still try to be their coach, you know? And, uh, and, and so that, that was a really, uh, important four years for me as an assistant, obviously getting to the recruiting and learning the recruiting from Steve Miller and George and, um, uh, were important pieces as well. But I think the, the biggest thing I learned from, from George Guazdecki was, there's a difference between coaching a team and running a program. And uh, when you run a program, you have to think about a lot of different things and, and manage a lot of different things. And um, I, I think to be successful at the college level, you have to run a program and not just worry about the X's and O's and the day-to-day stuff. you got to think about things from 20,000 feet and mm-hmm. really become the CEO of your program. And uh, that's what I've tried to uh aspire to be over the years and um it's an it's an evolution that continues and you're learning stuff every day so um you know you, you try to pick up on things as you go and and you try to get better every day i mean i'm of that growth mentality that growth mindset that yeah. uh, if you're not learning and you're not growing then you're you're not getting better and you're not pushing the envelope for um for your players and your student athletes and everybody around you to be uh, the best versions of themselves. So, um, yeah, I learned a lot at 27. There are a lot of negative uh, recruiters <laughs> out there. I'm not going to mention any names, but I have a long memory. Yep. Uh, and, oh, yeah. uh, it's fun to be in the battle with, uh, some of those guys still. Um, but, uh, it's, uh, it, it was, uh, it was tough at 27. You, you know, you got, 
uh, I had two players that were 25 at the time and had kids and, uh, I wasn't even married yet. So, uh, it, it was interesting. I keep saying I'm going to write a book one of these days, but, uh, uh, you know, maybe one day. Yeah. I, I think you'll be a little bit too busy right now, but yeah. Once uh, After the national championships won then. Yeah. <laughs> I like that thought. <laughs> I like that thought. No, but you mentioned it being young coaching at Denver, coaching at Miami, you know, how important do you think it is, at least from my experience talking to players around the league, like they love coaches that are younger because they can relate to them more and vice versa. How important do you think that was to start your career? And now, you know, you're still young, you're at St. Thomas, you can relate to these players. Um, how important do you think that is? Yeah, I think the relationships that you have with your with your staff and your student athletes are the most important thing that you do every day. And mm-hmm. so relating to them and understanding their world and what they go through, it's different than it was 20 years ago. And right. so I think an advantage for me being so young still and uh, feeling, you know, like I am anyway, I have two daughters that are, are, you know, 17 and 20. So they keep me up on the lingo and things like <laughs> that are going on in the world. And, you know, just understanding the, the Instagram and the Snapchats and the uh, things that, TikTok. Uh, you know, the youth of today do. That's, yeah. that's an important piece that to be able to communicate that with them at that level uh, is important to be able to explain to them why we do things is important. So that relationship is, will be the first and foremost uh, important thing that, that I do, that our staff does, that our players will embark on with each other, with us. Uh, we want to be involved in their lives at, on uh, on every level, and we want to push them to be the best that they can be. So in order to do that, you got to get to know them at a level that um, uh, that we're talking about right now. And you mm-hmm. have to be authentic. You've got to be vulnerable. Um, you got to love. you got to forgive. And you got to communicate um, on a daily basis. So, um, that's the way we've, that's the way I was taught on how to run a program. That's the way we're going to do it. Um, uh, that doesn't mean we're going to have every day is going to be rosy, Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but we're going to be able to get through that because we're going to be a family and we're going to get, uh, um, you know, I always say family and faith gets you through everything. So, uh, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. All right, coach, I'm going to have to stop you real quick because uh, you mentioned you want your players to be able to carry it into the zone. And uh, in the CCHA, you're going to want to bulk up. So we mm. got a product just for you guys, maybe the listeners out there. Yeah, Connor, I got you. Coach, I got you. Mm. Rest of the hockey world, I got you. Let's go. Endorphin, protein right here. You can get in the big bag and get in these easy-to-go bottles. The powder's in here. It's so light. All I got to do is rip the plastic off here, pour a little water in there, shake it up, shake swirl it up. And it's ready to go. It tastes great. And it's for a really good price. And if you want it even cheaper, you can go to their website, use promo code ECH or Pucks in Deep. You're going to get 10% off on that mm. product. Again, it's going to be you know great tasting product and for cheap. Why not get it? Get big. Carry the puck into the zone. Get the puck in deep. Go in the corners. Throw a little weight. You can with Endurafin. Head to Endurafin.com right now. And uh, let's get swole. The season's here, boys. Yeah, why not? Girls, let's get, let's get it going. Boys, boys and girls. Yeah, everyone's getting swole, baby. Pucks in deep. Hashtag hockey's for everyone. Hashtag hockey's for everyone. Getting bigs for everyone. Back to Rico Blasi and St. Thomas here. Let's go. No, he's still got to be a head coach at the end of the day, right? And uh, everyone's got to yeah. earn their spot. So, no, that's interesting insight, though. Connor, you got a question? Yeah, well, sometimes you got to get bagged. You yeah, know, you do got to get bagged. <laughs> the end of the day. But, uh, yeah, you mentioned just, you know, like social media is a big part of, you know, just oh, yeah. everything with promoting the game right now. And, and how your school. The school, players individually. That was my question. It's just like with the new rule change, 
uh, this year. Now that players are allowed to, you know, make money off their likeness or receive endorsements, you know, what what are your thoughts on that? We we had uh, one of your current players, Joey Sofa, on the podcast before. He's pretty. He's been in the studio too. Yeah. He, he's he's a famous guy on TikTok <laughs> and all that. So you know, you're definitely going to be seeing it. Like, uh, what what are your thoughts with that new rule change coming in? Well, I I have seen some of Joey's Instagram <laughs> posts and. Uh, they're, they're quite entertaining. Oh yeah. Uh, we're going to have a little talk. He and I about some <laughs> other stuff anyway. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. But no, I think it's great. I, I think, uh, you know, I, I don't know where it's going to land in terms of hockey at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. so we'll just have to wait and see. There's some States that don't allow that to happen yet. I think ours is one of them. Um, oh, okay. so, uh, it, it'll remain, you know, I, in my previous job at Providence as associate AD, uh, we were talking about this a year ago and, you know, companies were coming up with uh, ways of managing and being compliant with uh, NCAA rules and stuff like that. So, yes. uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to refer or I'm going to defer and say that uh, I'd like to have this conversation again in a year. And see sure. where we land. Absolutely. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, that makes see sense. How, see how things are shaking out. But I mean, like no one knows yet, like what it, where it's going to go. I think it could be a great thing. And I think it could be a, uh, somewhat of a headache for uh, institutions to try to regulate and, and try to keep in compliance. I agree for sure. Yeah, we'll agree. circle back in a year after you've had that conversation with Sofo, and you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> more, uh, a little more conscious there. Yeah, <laughs> I love that he's front and center with the the schedules being released and everything. We're like, that's our guy. You know, yeah. give give the people what they want. So. <laughs> yeah, sure. And and you know what? It's it's great. I we're joking about it, but yeah, um, you know. As I joke about it, I'm the one going on and looking at it, right? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> he must be doing something right. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, you know, he's bringing bringing attention to the program. That's, yeah, in one way, that's the best way to look at it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Another question that we ask uh, pretty much every guest that we've had on here. You're allowed to defer, but uh, you know we're big supporters. Any way you can get more fans in the seats for college oh, hockey, I'd say. This question, yeah, yeah, that's where we're going. So, what what are your thoughts on you know being uh, you know, head coach in college hockey for so long, should we bring back fighting? Can it, can it be allowed and can we make it, you know, just it's, it's entertaining, but make it, I guess, more, you know, safety protocols involved with it too. So it couldn't be too bad. What are your thoughts on fighting? Basically we're trying to, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, growing up, that was part of the game. That was part yeah. of how, right. um, teams took care of each other and, um, and, and there was an understanding between, um, you know, the teams on who would do it and who wouldn't do it, you know, right. so there was a respect factor. I don't think there's any part of it in our game right now. Um, okay. I think, I think, uh, the way, how quick our game is, how fast our game is for the most part, I feel really honored to be part of a, um, uh, a game that respects each other mm-hmm. uh, the way hockey does. And, and so I, I really don't feel like there's any need to, to have fighting, especially in college hockey. I agree. Uh, I agree. Fair enough. Yeah. It, it would be tough with mass. We're just kind of daydreaming. You know? <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> it could work it's allowed in juniors, but not in college and then pro again. It's just, yeah, I don't know. We had Ross Colton on last week or two weeks ago and it was interesting thought on him too. Yeah, saying kind of the opposite, but I get it too, and all the liability stuff in college and whatnot. But. Yeah, it'd be very hard to pull off. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no the CCHA, it is a you know gritty league. It's hit, hitting and stuff like that. There's going to be scrums and stuff. But you're right; it's everyone respects each other at the end of the day. And um, yeah, you still right. have physical hockey without you don't need fighting. I did want to touch on just uh, I mean, 
one last question from your, yeah. your time at Miami coach. But I mean, like during your time there, you averaged 20 wins a season. And then there's a, a, a mark from tw- 2005 to 2013. You had eight straight NCAA tournament appearances. Like what was it like being so dominant in the CCHA? And like, are you kind of surprised they let you, you know, come back and take over the <laughs> reins, you know, for one last go around here? <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, we're extremely proud of what we did at Miami. There's no doubt about it. The players um, that went through our program, um, you know, I had, when we, when we got there, I wanted to, we wanted to make sure that a, you graduated with a degree and you tried to leave with a championship ring and play in a national tournament game. And from 2004 to 2018, Every single one of those guys that graduated or left our program left playing in a national cha- in a national tournament game or with a championship ring, and I would say ninety five percent of them graduated from Miami. So those three things are were really important to us, um, and so we're really proud of what we did there. It was a great run for those eight years. With two Frozen Fours, lost the national championship game, uh, a few championships along the way. Uh, it was a lot of fun but it was fun watching them grow and, and mm-hmm. becoming uh, the young men that they became. And uh, I'm still in contact with pretty much all of those guys and watching them become fathers. And uh, some of them are still playing in the NHL, to be honest with you. So <laughs> it's fun to keep track of those guys, but uh, you know, we're going to do that here at St. Thomas. We're going to try to make national tournaments and win championships and graduate our student athletes. And um, if we can do that, we're going to have a lot of success. Absolutely. I mean, just recently, Blake Coleman getting a oh yeah a, a ring there too. So yeah, it it all it's crazy how it comes full circle. But that's you know, good. It's good to hear that about. you're staying in touch with those guys too. I think that's an important part of coaching that yeah you, know, you stay in top contact with your players. So that's everything. Just build your culture. Yeah. What's uh, should we run into a quick speed round? Let's do a quick speed round quick. And uh, actually, one more. Let's get the last question out of the way. I want to give uh, ask for your advice for. Um, whether it's players that are 10 years old or 14 years old or in juniors right now, what is your advice to get to that division one level? You know, what, what are you or coaches looking for um, at that level? Yeah. First and foremost, we're, you know, we're looking for guys with good character and guys that care about playing the game and uh, their teammates. And um, obviously good student is important, Yeah. Uh, but somebody that competes and has the skills and working at their skills and getting better and, um, you know, everybody wants coachable young men and women today. So, um, you know, just having that respect for, uh, for teammates and coaches in the game, uh, you can see that on the ice if, if someone's, someone's doing that. So hard, there's no substitute for hard work. Uh, there's no substitute for competing. Obviously every team is looking for a different skill set, mm-hmm. but, uh, being able to skate and, uh, you know, see the game and have some good hockey sense uh, takes time and takes a lot of hard work. And uh, I would, I would encourage everyone to just play for the love of the game. If you don't love and have passion for the game, then, and that's telling you something. So, mm-hmm. um, cause if you have that love and that passion, you're going to work extra hard to, to get better. I love it. Yeah. Love, passion, and pucks in deep. Pucks in deep. The there that's, you go. That's all you need. Sometimes, but, sometimes puck possession is important, so not pucks. Yeah. Deep. Okay. <laughs> not not everybody. I mean, like Sofo, he's bringing it in. He's you bringing know, it. In. <laughs> it's understood. But yeah, let's rock a quick uh, speed round. We'll do like some sound effects in the background, so it's going to be intense here. Or you know, I, you'll you'll be fine. We'll, we'll work it. So 
Shout out to Cannon. First question, like, are we talked about like player superstitions before a game? Like, our coaches, are you superstitious? Any routine you got to do before? Oh yeah, but I couldn't tell you that I wouldn't be a superstitious. Ah, uh, damn. Fair. Okay, but so superstitious. <laughs> All right, okay. got that one. What about who's the best player you've ever coached against? Against? Yeah. Oh man, that's <laughs> that's a broad that's a speed round. That's a loaded question. Yeah. There's a lot of good players over the years. I think that we could take a couple. I think, I think for me to say somebody would would really uh, disrespect the all the great players we were able to coach against. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, against too many. Saw that coming. Okay. <laughs> What about over under twenty block shots for Sofo? We <laughs> Sofo, yeah. under under. <laughs> That's tough. We're trying to get them at that point for you, but although yeah. although we're gonna get them to block more shots because that's that's yes. part of our our uh, our routine. So we love it. We like it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say maybe a push, especially in practice. Probably a hundred this year. Yeah. <laughs> oh no doubt. <laughs> I, I'm gonna hit him on purpose. He'll <laughs> <laughs> get he'll get used to it. Uh, well, we had a couple questions, but I think I know the answer. So how about let's jump into, uh, you know, what does the term brotherhood mean for you? Like, what would you? Yeah, for me, brotherhood is is basically a relationship with each other and taking care of each other and making sure that you hold each other accountable to a certain standard and that you love each other and you're going to do anything for, for your brother. Boom. That was, yeah, that was crisp. There you go. I like that. <laughs> You gonna add any speed round questions here? Though I mean, you, I mean, you just ripped them all like really quick. Yeah, we we gotta come up with some here. I don't know, how about like pregame music? Do you have any pregame music you like to listen to? I know players are all about the music in the locker room. We get fired up. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, I I like all sorts of music, but you know, um, you know, I'll listen to anything. I, you know, some of the music that our young athletes listen to today, mm-hmm. I I probably wouldn't <laughs> listen to. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Right. You know, good, sense. good Bon Jovi, good ACDC. Okay, maybe even up. a little Maroon Five in there. Okay, you know, the new stuff's pretty good. So there we'll, we go. We'll listen to anything, country music, whatever. Sure, there I like it. What about uh, we talked a little bit about just like when you first came in the league? You know, you were 27, probably had to hear some some chirps from the other coaches or just people around you. Like, what's what's the worst chirp you've ever heard? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you a good story. We're first Let's road go. trip to Providence, and. Uh, I, I always try to be, well, at the time, I always tried to be the last one on the bus. But um, um, so I stepped on the bus and the bus driver from Providence looked at me and said, uh, do you know if your coach is coming on the bus? <laughs> uh, and I looked at him. I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't think he's coming. So I sat down and I said, I think we could go. And uh, I think it took him about 20 minutes to figure out that I was the head coach. <laughs> That is awesome. They're just like, hmm, I guess you'll probably never forget that. Yeah. <laughs> it probably feels like crap. <laughs> I mean, now, I mean, you could still probably pull it out. Just, I mean, you got the silver fox thing going. If you, if you dyed the hair, you know, you'd I, be right there. I debated whether I should uh, get rid of the silver and go hey, jet black. Just go <laughs> retro. Yeah. I'm probably not going to do that. It's tough. Maybe for the playoff run, get the ball or bleach Maybe. it. Bleach <laughs> Bleach it could work. Uh, we love it. Uh, do you got anything else for him? I was going to say just what's the, I mean, for players, obviously it'd be, it'd be a little easier maybe, but for coaches, like what's your favorite sweater that you've seen your team put on? Like could be for the Red Hawks, could be when you're at Denver. How about the new sweaters for St. Thomas? New sweaters for St. Thomas. Like go. what, what ones you're like, okay, those are, we're game day ready. We're, we're feeling good in those. Yeah. Well, I, I, 
So I had a chance to design both jerseys. So I think Ooh. I love our St. Thomas. They look great, coach. Yeah, love our St. Thomas white. So anytime we're putting on the jersey, you got to have that pride and that mm-hmm. feeling that you're going to go out and play your best. And um, looking good, feeling good uh, usually results in uh, in a good performance. Mm-hmm. W's, absolutely. Is there is there one last question? Is there one goal you have for this season for your for your new squad here? Yeah, I think the the, the biggest thing for, for us and uh, what I'm going to kind of look for every day is that that improvement that Mm -hmm. that love that passion that we're getting better every day that uh things that we're doing early in september are are becoming um you know a little bit crisper a little bit cleaner as we go through the month and uh being a better team in february than we were in september is is ultimately the goal 100 percent yeah there you go i like that well uh yeah we won't take up any more of your time today coach this this has been awesome we really Appreciate you stopping by here. We are giving you the ECH bump, oh, yeah. so St. Cloud probably won't be too happy to hear that for, <laughs> for the first series coming up here, but we're going to be all Tommies for you. Maybe get a jersey sent to us for the stalls. I don't know. That's all I'm going to say on that. Yeah. yeah. You guys have anything, any backup jersey? Yeah. I'll work on that. No, we love go. it. We love it. We appreciate um, it. Best of luck this year to you, Coach, and uh, and, and the yep. team as well. We'll be promoting you guys and watching all season long, of course. So thanks for coming on again, and uh, we'll stay in touch. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Okay, fellas. This is one of those days where it's just like when you were a little kid, right? You're playing with your buddies, maybe outdoors, maybe just at the rink, shinny hockey, whatever it may be, and it was ugly. It's going to be ugly. You're going to have to be patient. They might stop the game for 10, 15 minutes to let the ice settle. You're going to have to be patient. You're going to have to go through some adversity today. You're going to have to deal with bad bounces. But you know what? If we do it together, we'll come out on top. That's the bottom line. you got to stay together. you got to stay in the game plan. Nobody's messing around with pucks at the blue line, right? We're getting pucks deep and we're going to work. And we're going to win ugly. And it doesn't matter. All all of us together, right? Every single one of us in the game plan, staying together, getting the job done. This is a championship game. Let's go. Another place where the faces are so